That was Frigazee Dundee and the Chunder Wonder Boys with their new song, Boogie On Down, parentheses, Into My Trousers. It's 8.27 p.m. You're listening to Fakahatchee Radio. I'm Horace Wexler. Make sure the kids hear word. The wind is very expensive. Cocaine and a crack pipe in the car. The helicopter that's raging back there. Now here are the headlines that are currently trending on the FakahatchiGazette.com website. Civil unrest in Nicaragua continued this week as citizens took to the streets to protest the collapse of the Nicaraguan Cordoba against the U.S. dollar, as the Cordoba continues to plummet in value on the global market. Printing more of the paper money has resulted in radical inflation, with struggling citizens turning to more stable forms of currency, like Crash Bandicoot CDs, to purchase necessities like bread and toilet paper. The current exchange rate is hovering around 1 coot to 6 US dollars and approximately 3.5 British pounds. America. Turning to US news, President Trump is already looking forward to his big birthday, and he took a moment during a briefing to tell the White House press corps what he's going to be wishing for when he blows out the candles. A dog, a beautiful dog, a talented dog. The First Lady has previously objected to the request on the basis that she's going to be the one that has to feed and clean up after it when the President forgets, citing Donald Jr. as the perfect example. Major League Baseball is making a big league change when it comes to umpiring its minor leagues. MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred signed an agreement to bring robotic umps to the plate in 2020, though he said it would likely be a long time before fans would see this in a major league ballpark. Robot Union representative STKZ4 spoke briefly on the subject. This is a big day for all robotic umpires, as we've previously been underrepresented in the league. We look forward to replacing you juicy skin bags. No word yet on if the robotic umpires will have shoes for angry players to kick dust on, or the ability to prolongate their R's when they yell strike three. The presidential race took a turn this week as audio emerged of presidential candidate and women's softball enthusiast Joe Biden interrogating a child who reportedly grabbed at Biden's face and said, got your nose. You serious? You're kidding me. Are you joking? Whoa. The child was determined to be in possession of one sticky stuffed elephant in a half empty juice box. The former vice president's nose remains at large. For more on all of these stories, please visit the FakahatchiGazette.com website. And now a segment that's always a home run. It's sports with Willie Cheshire. Sports! Hello sports fans, Union Jack aficionado Willie Cheshire here with updates from the World League Talksball Championships as the Detroit Sludge battle the Philly Filth. Ricky Spratt caught a low flyer with his mop in the QL and brought it downtown for a triple touch, putting the sludge on the map and gaining them control of the spigot. But Philip Fester from the Philly Phil said no sir, pulling an about face, knobbing the vacuum and maximizing the outport to gain a decommissioned TGI Fridays for the defense zone. The Phil were able to corner the waste can it and bury it for the bonus. The rest of the game was a slobber knocker, keeping fans in sticky seats. But the sludge couldn't overcome GM Turkey Dalton's fierce lineup and have lost their shot at the playoffs, no doubt disappointing all the Toxmall fans back home in Detroit. Back to you, Horace. Thanks, Willie. 
Billiam T. Hesterhofen reports on a new local exhibit in a segment that's always thoughtful. It's Of Arts with Billiam T. Hesterhofen. This is Of Arts. I'm Billiam T. Hesterhofen. The art world is decadent, decaying, choking on its own filth. It's embraced a death spiral that has the flies of lesser talents slowly circling its ragged bones as it staggers and collapses in the cultural wasteland where its bones will pierce the skin and spray forth milk for the buzzards. But, like a life-giving stream imparting a quenching refreshment, new exhibit, The Snows I Have Known, lands at the Fakahachi Cultural Center. It's a seminal work for Russian painter Rusei Ilyanovich, whose previous works have struggled to find their place in the cultural zeitgeist. From the banal like his exhibit Sport of Kings, where individual baseball-style cards for members of Congress were created and then dipped in the blood of different birds and laid to dry on a burning log carved to resemble the Washington Monument, to the controversial but ultimately puerile exhibit I Need No Urine, where different fast food containers were filled with the maximum amount of urine they could hold and then delicately balanced on a Nigel Farage look-alike. But neither were able to contain the hummingbird that is the interest in the art world, and it soon flitted away to do whatever hummingbirds do eat, I suppose. I've never watched a hummingbird for longer than it has stayed at my nectar fountain. But snows I have known is different, evocative, challenging, a masterwork that both thumbs its nose at the art world, even as it seeks to put its nose in the art world's brown place. Comprising ten paintings composed of various shades of white, Ilyanovich highlights the snows of nostalgia of a better time when he was younger, capturing nothing but the crisp white snow in these landscapes which feature no trees or plants or animals or sky but only the gathering snow and its inherent whiteness. From the brilliance of the soul-shearing bleached ivory of Here's Some Snow, to the milky oatmeal of January 13th, 1988, Snow Day, that cuts to the heart of even the most jaded art critic, like the end of Ratatouille. Make sure to take in his masterwork, This Is Snow Also, a 14 by 14 meter canvas depicting the whitest snow you've ever seen in vast brushstrokes of glacial cloud. Evocative, stunning, so white it's hard to look at. Don't forget your sunglasses. It shows now through February 7th at the Fakahachi Cultural Center. Be sure to try the white cheddar popcorn from the snack bar. It's transcendent. This is William T. Hesterhofen. Of, of hearts. Back to you, Horus. Uh, thank you, Billiam. That sounds like an exhibit that is not to be missed. Turning to local news. The structural fires in the wake of the Million Mommies March have mostly subsided or been extinguished. The mommies, said to have been incensed by the mayor's anti-ghost legislation, arrived to protest in mass several days ago. 
While their protest signs were a bit confused as to their stance, their Molotovs and firebombs made it clear that they were very angry. Now mollified by the flames, the mommies have started brunching and doing a little light shopping at the remaining stores. The police have created a map pointing out shopping districts containing Chico's and Lane Bryant in an attempt to get the million mommies to leave town peaceably. There was no sign of the mayor over the last few days, but he is presumed to be okay, with the city council stepping up to lead emergency relief efforts in his absence. Now that we've extinguished the burning car outside the station, programming will continue as scheduled, with my show Night Drive starting tonight at 1 a.m. I hope you'll join me, and even better, share your opinions. For Fakahatchee Radio, I'm Horace Wexler. Fakahatchee Radio. 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 Still American for now.